How can this be? Podcast, we're back. Maddie, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. We're sticking to the schedule and I'm fucking proud of us. I mean, we're being consistent in 2021. I love it. Love this for us. Love this. I love this for us. This was our goal. This was our New Year's resolution was to do this every week. And here we are. And we even have a guest that's going to be on later, which I'm also fucking thrilled about. We have a friend of a friend of Maddie's who we will refer to uh, later as uh, as Miss Indiana. So yep. the geography code names only. Code names only. We are the Don't Get Fired podcast. So exactly, exactly. So I guess we'll get right into it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, this is going to be a long episode, so hopefully. You're on a nice drive, maybe working out on a walk with your dog, something like that, where you get to enjoy the dulcet tones of Justin Lang and Maddie <laughs> Barrasano coming at you in your earballs. Yep. And I got a new microphone, so hopefully I don't sound kind of like I'm underwater. No, Maddie sounds great. Yeah, she's got her new mic. She looks like she's reporting from Times Square on New Year's Eve. Dude, I look like that for real. I wish, I mean, Anderson Cooper, hi, how are you? I mean, speaking of Anderson Cooper, wow, what a seamless fucking yeah. transition. What, I don't- what the fuck is going on right now? The answer, a lot. You guys. <laughs> fucking lot is going on right now. I obviously Ooh. don't mean to laugh, but I'm fucking nervous. Like, I'm nervy. Justin's spinning around in his chair. The Capitol in D.C. was attacked by a bunch of psycho racist Trump supporting fucks. Let's just get this straight. It wasn't Antifa. It was just Trump supporting psychopaths. Correct. If you're a fucking Trump supporting psychopath, don't listen to us. I hate you. Terrorist. You know, those those terrorist people. And like, you know, I know. Not everybody wants to talk about politics. However, we'd be complicit with this whole thing if we didn't bring it up. It's fucked. Like, are you fucking Agreed. kidding me? Agreed. Also, just to clarify, not every Trump supporter is a terrorist. I was referring referring to the actual terrorists that attacked the fucking Capitol building. Yeah. I think you texted me and you were like, do you see what's going on right now? And I was like, no. And then I rushed home and got on CNN and I was like, holy fuck. And then I literally yeah. was just watching CNN. I don't think I've stopped watching CNN since. I mean, Don Don Lemon basically is my dad at this point. I, I yeah. listen to him more than my own father. It's absolutely fucking insane. I, I, it's, I don't even know what to say about it. I don't know what to say or what to do or whatever. But like the whole thing's fucking, it, it's so ridiculous. Like, and I was all over Twitter making fun of this. I was dying at a lot of the things that people were saying, but like the reality of it is the, and we're just going to lay this out there in, in the most factual possible way. The president of the United States tried to overthrow the government to become the first Donald of the United States. That's what he wanted to become a dictator. I've been saying this for four years. I've been saying this since 2016. And everybody's like, ah, well, you know, he's just, you know, eh, what what are you going to do? He's He's harmless. He's harmless. Obviously fucking not. I mean, like, yeah, who saw this coming except fucking anybody who paid attention to this slow fucking ascent into where we are right now? Everybody. And so I also was like, I'm just going to go and see what all these like Trump supporters are now saying about it. And a lot of people are just completely overshadowing the fact that this occurred. And they're just focusing on the fact that he got banned by Twitter. Like every 
person that's like a Trump supporter is now just focusing so much on that and how it's quote unquote violating the first amendment, which fact check yourself. Cause it's fucking not. And I know that cause I fact checked myself and went on Google and that, 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 done. You can learn a lot from just a quick Wikipedia search. Yep. So it's not so relax and whatever. Also you are the president of the United States. You have a press room. You have the press. You can release anything like CNN will air you. It's not like people are like, well, then you only has Fox and like whatever else other like network that's like like right wing network. It's like, no, CNN will absolutely air it unedited like anybody, anything will. And like, how do you think presidents for the past hundreds of years have like talked to their supporters or their or their critics or anybody, just the country in general, address the country in general? Like it's not through Twitter. It's through fucking press conferences and press releases and whatever and whatnot, what have you. And like the fact that he hasn't even really like that one that he did that day. I mean, I was like, this is insulting. Those people could have died. Like they were calling for Mike Pence to be hung, like be hanged in gallows outside of the, on the fucking courtyard. Like what planet are you on? Also, if you're using Twitter and I know Justin and me have talked about this, but like you have to agree to terms and conditions just like on Instagram. Like I don't agree on Instagram that like, I can't fucking show my tits. Cause I think that's sexist as fuck, but that's their terms and conditions. And you know what? I know that if I do that, I'm probably going to get suspended. Just like if you incite violence on Twitter, you're supposed to get suspended. And everyone's like, well, they're not suspending all these other like terrorist groups, blah, blah, blah. I think that they should be suspending those two. I agree. Like those shouldn't be allowed either. They can't just be picking and choosing. However, the impact that the president has is not the same impact as your fucking crazy aunt down in Arkansas who's like threatening whatever. Like it starts at the top and someone tweeted and it was like, people are so mad because they agreed to terms and conditions and now they're getting, their terms are getting conditioned. Yeah. And it's so true. It's like, you fucking agreed to this. Like you can't just like yell into the, I mean, you can yell into the void on Twitter to an extent. So like, whatever. Yeah, like like I I I rehashed this with with my my wife and my mother-in-law earlier. I've been on Twitter for almost twelve years now. Uh, You age in dog years on Twitter. Like that's how that's how much of a cesspool this place is. People have been getting thrown off Twitter for saying things much less offensive and much less able to operate on a grand scale and reach people than what the Donald did the other day. This guy has been doing this for months and they've repeatedly warned him and warned him and warned him and they've given him rope and yada, yada, yada. They've given this guy plenty of chances. He's used his Twitter account to say some of the most inflammatory things I've ever seen on the internet. And they just let him get away with it. Why? Because he's a world leader. They're afforded special privileges. But if I said some of the things he said on Twitter, I'd be suspended. If Maddie said the same thing, I tweeted out, hey, I didn't see you guys getting all up in arms when Mike F09643577105 got thrown off Twitter. This shit happens every damn day. Like you can't be surprised by this. And it's not a First Amendment issue. The First Amendment protects you from government persecution for free speech. That's what it protects you from. It doesn't protect you from getting to say whatever the fuck you want on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. Those are private companies with, like Maddie said, terms and conditions that you have to follow when you sign up. It's cut and dry. Pretty fucking simple, y'all. It's pretty fucking simple when you think about it. So that's how, yeah, that's how we fucking feel. Yeah, it's insane. And also now they're just like, I'm, again, it's all the censorship talk and all these things. They're just like trying to sweep what happened under the rug. And it's like, he wasn't inciting violence. 
and the he was so complacent about it that's almost inciting in itself like even afterwards and he's not coming out and being like don't come back to dc like i lost like he's not taking any fucking responsibility for it or just like taking defeat it's like if he had told them not to come like they won't come because they will do it i mean they're diabolical humans and they'll listen to anything he says brainwashed so it's just scary i mean it's fucking it's scary and i feel bad for all those people and those senators and the congress people that were involved in that and they i mean i can't imagine how that must have felt and like that police officer that fucking got beat to death with an american flag and then like you're telling us that your blue lives matter blue lives matter it was never about blue lives it was about you hating black people and that's how i feel because you're beating officers to death with blue lives matters flags like are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Are you kidding? I don't know. It's so fucked. And then my aunt was telling me today, she texted me, she's from Maryland and like, but she's from Maryland and she said, he's awful, actually evil. Our governor had the Maryland National Guard ready to go, but when the DC riots broke out, but Trump wouldn't give a go ahead. Finally, after three hours, they got someone to approve it. That's like scary. And now all these people, all these people that were in that room have COVID because there's that video of that woman trying to give out masks and all the fucking Republican senators are laughing in her face, literally laughing at her. And now she has COVID. Yeah, exactly. I'm seeing a lot of people, the Josh Hollies and Ted Cruz's of the world, they can go to hell. If I never, ever have to see Ted Cruz's fat, disgusting face again, it'll be too soon. Josh Hawley, he can go fucking kick rocks. You lost a book deal and you're, again, comparing it to free speech. Bitch, you supposedly went to Yale and you don't know you were the fucking, whatever, uh, some sort of attorney, like high-ranking attorney. I don't know if he was the attorney general. I'm not, I haven't brushed up on my Josh Hawley facts. I just kind (laughs) of popped the trunk here with this thought. And you supposedly went to Yale. You're a senator and you don't know exactly what the First Amendment is. What are we doing here, bud? (laughs) Huh? What are we doing? And like, everybody's comparing this to, oh, well, you should read George Orwell's 1984 because this is exactly like what's going on. Yeah, you know what? It is, but not in the way that you're intending to mean it by fucking mansplaining George Orwell's 1984, the rest of us. For those of you who are unaware, George Orwell fought against the fascists in the Spanish Civil War and wrote the book on a society, which is what Trump is trying to roll out here. Stay with me. I know this is a lot of brain power if you're one of these <laughs> MAGA chuds listening to me. Trump is the one that's trying to create this dystopian society. It's not the other way around. Donald Trump isn't fighting cannibalistic pedophiles. He's not sent here by God to save the world from the Clintons. He's just some asshole narcissist who happened to run against maybe, I mean, Hillary Clinton might have run the worst campaign in the history of presidential campaigns if she couldn't beat that fucking guy. He's just some asshole who's a narcissist who only gives a shit about himself and not about the rest of the 330 odd million Americans that fucking live here and have to deal with this bullshit on a daily basis. And frankly, I'm sick of it. And I'm, I can't wait to get rid of him for forever. See you, bitch. Bye-bye. See Bye, you, bitch. Felicia. Bye. Wow. Those were some really good points. I had, fuck, I had a, something to say and now I forget. I'm sorry, um, Maddie. I got going oh, there. No, don't apologize to me. It had nothing to do with that. It was like something that you said that like made me think about something, but then I was just like so intently listening. You were making such like gripping points. I fucking hate Trump. He also, 
Oh, fuck, what was he gonna say? I forget. If I think about it, if I remember it, I'll. I have I have one more it. thing I'd like to throw out there too. So I've seen I've seen a lot of people on on oh, Instagram and Facebook talking about how Twitter has disabled the hashtag 1984. Like it's some sort of mind breaking thing. Newsflash: As somebody who's been on Twitter for 12 years, this might shock you. You can't hashtag just numbers. That's not how it works. It won't work if you type in one, two, three, four. It won't work if you type in 69, 69. It won't work if you type in 420. It it's won't like, work if you type in 1984. Doesn't work. It just doesn't. It's like That's on Instagram. How- you can't hashtag on Instagram with like a period in the middle. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's people are just twisting everything. I remember what I was going to say. People always say that like Trump is going to quote drain the swamp. He's going to make all these people come to light. He's for the working class. Yeah. I'm on fucking Obamacare. So like, bro, what the fuck are you doing for me? You've done nothing for me. If anything, you almost took my rights away as a woman be able, being able to seek health care at Planned Parenthood because you won't allow me to get affordable health care. So I have to go somewhere else where I can get it. So fuck you. I just don't understand it. Meanwhile, all these fucking rich, happy motherfuckers are sitting pretty with billions and billions of dollars. It makes absolutely no sense. Like, what have you done? Like, truly, what have you really done for working class people? I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. It's the biggest farce out there that he's managed to find all these disenfranchised working class people and make them feel like they have the exact same rights as the billionaires that are getting the tax cuts. For them. It's unbelievable that they've been able to pull that off. I don't know how. Don't ask me. I'm not a political scientist. God damn, man. Like, you're right, Maddie. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. And I also pay a fuck ton. I mean, it just, I mean, the insurance thing also, it's like, I don't get insurance through my work and my insurance is so fucking expensive. And it's because, and it's even like a private, it's private anyways. And then, so it's, it's so, it's all just like a weird, it's just so crazy to me that people really think that he's for the people and like, it's just so fucked. On another note, I fucking hate Tommy Lahern <laughs> or oh Lahern or whatever the fuck her name is. I'm so sick and tired of, tired of her talking. I said this on Twitter, but I'll say it again on the fucking pod. That girl has not once been punched in the face because she runs her mouth like a girl that has never actually gotten her ass beat. And for someone like me who got my shit rocked at 20 years old at the greatest bar because I was running my fucking mouth, I know when to shut it. And she, (laughs) Justin's laughing, dude, I got fucking (laughs) smoked in the face by this chick from Revere smoked me. She had like those curls that are like crunchy when they put a fuck ton of mousse and gel in your hair and then they just crunch the curls up. And oh my God, she grabbed my head and just started uppercutting me in the face. And I was like, I'm never going to do that again. That was a dumb situation unless I'm ready to fucking fight a bitch, which has happened since, but like, I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? Like you just don't, you think about what you say and then she'll like go on the defense and be like, these, like when she got hit in the face at brunch or whatever by that glass water. And she's like, these people are classless. It's like, no, dude, this is like, who's the snowflake now? You're the yeah. fucking snowflake. She needs to fucking shut the fuck up. And so she used to live in my area. And I was talking to so many people in the service industry. She would come in and like multiple people from multiple different restaurants, they would beg their managers and be like, I don't want to serve her. And it puts people in such a weird position because it's, and so it just put, so, but one time this girl, I guess like kind of shoved her a little bit at this bar down the street and the manager was DMing me about it. 
And he was like, dude, Tommy left. And then I bought the girl a beer because like, fuck that bitch. And I was like, good, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah. I fucking hate her. So I sent this to you earlier, Maddie. She tweeted out this evening, like when, when it came out, the New York Times posted a story about, about Mitch McConnell being in favor of impeaching Trump. And she tweeted, oh, Mitch, oh. Mitch, Mitch. The road you're headed down is it one you want to be on. If you support impeachment, I can promise this will be your last term in office. All the RNC money in the world won't get you reelected. And the dude, Mike Schur, that used to write for the office and created Parks and Rec, quote tweeted and goes, he's like 78 and not up for reelection for five years, ding dong. Yeah, he's going to be in his mid 80s. He could have passed I'm on. Sure he's, I'm sure he's not going to want to fucking be working in this anymore anyways by then. He wins Kentucky every time he runs by such a landslide. I don't think he's got anything to probably worry about, like as, as much as that sucks to say out loud because he's like a ghoulish figure. But I don't even know what network she works for. What is what network does she work for? Fox News? So she didn't. She's on Fox. But OK, she definitely I'm going to Google this right now because she got fired for saying something like she used to have a talk show. I'm pretty sure. And she hold on. Fox she Nation talked, host. She, yeah. Like she so she got banned permanently from the blaze, it says. She won't be turning after Ben Perley for her pro-choice comments. Yeah. She said, I can't sit here and be a hypocrite and say I'm for limited government, but I think the government should decide what women do with their bodies. So this is like a whole thing. So yeah, so I'm pretty sure she like, she got her like show taken away or whatever. I mean, I don't pay enough attention to her. Good. I'm glad. Without Googling it. Because she's just like a talking head. That's like the ugliest person inside and out. And like, I honestly, if I was a person that prayed, I'd fucking pray for her. Yeah. I was fired for being pro-choice. Conservative commenter Tommy Laherne tells her story. Oh my God. First of all, bye. How is that? Is she ranting about pro? Is it she ranting about the First Amendment here? I don't think she is because it wasn't, if anything, that's your uh, freedom of speech. I mean, I guess not because it's on a private, um, a privately owned broadcasting network. I, but I will say it does kind of shock me that she's pro choice because that kind of goes against her whole thing of stripping away everybody's rights. So, yeah. like, it, it kind of surprises me, honestly. I mean, at this point, anybody that it's just like, if you're going to be that diehard on something, you need to be that diehard on it. And it's okay to have conflicting views. But if you're going to fucking sit there and scream at everybody and, and be like such a part of the conservative party and just like jam your beliefs down my throat, you better be able to do that fully across the board. You can't pick and choose and be a cafeteria fucking conservative, my guy. You can't say the government can't control my guns, but they can control my body. Like, that's just not normal. Like, girl, what? Right. That doesn't fucking, hello? Uh-uh. Yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm fucking done talking about her right here. Yeah, let's move on. God. Let's move on. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll cut the politics talk and we'll, we'll move on to, to something that I'm very excited that I talked Maddie into watching. Finally, after many moons now, Maddie has become a bachelor watcher. Okay. I don't know what it was, why I wasn't watching. I just like, wasn't watching. I mean, I rarely ever had cable, but like, I just thought the concept was just odd. I don't really watch reality television in general. And Justin texted me last night. He's like, Kara said, you need to watch the second episode at least. And I was like, okay. So I started watching the first episode to prep myself. And I was like, oh, I'm already a hundred percent in next thing I know I'm watching the second episode. I'm like live texting Justin. I, I have so many, I mean, I took notes. Where's my fucking notebook? Yeah. I was like taking notes. Okay. First of all, I've started to make a list 
and it just says love hate at the top under yeah. love it says vibrator girl pizza girl and then it says hate kit and then the chess girl because she brought out a chess board and she pretended like she didn't know he was like knew how to play chess and he was in chess club first of all any girl knows that once you start talking to a guy, you deep dive into the internet and become a literal federal agent. I mean, you dig up past rosters from their high school sports teams. You're looking at if they made the honor roll their junior year of college. You know anything and everything that's ever been put on the internet about them. And I can assure you that it was definitely out there in an interview at some point that he was in a chess club. So obviously, you knew. So like, cut the bullshit. That's how I feel. Oh, yeah. didn't like Kit. And then I do really like pageant girl versus vibrator girl when the vibrator girl like tapped that pageant chick on the shoulder with her vibrator. With the and the vibrator? pageant chick. Yeah. Did you see this in the first episode? Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. I did see it. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I like the vibrator girl too. And then I also had an observation that continued into the second episode. All the girls that have a fuck ton of work done all now are like a clique. They all hang out together. It's like all the girls that have fake lips and fillers and Botox, they all kind of like came into this little pod, I feel. And they all kind of swarmed together. And I was like, all right, ladies. Wow. I didn't notice that. I, I mean, I guess I don't really notice those type of things, but like, we're also at the point, I think this is the most contestants they've had on a season. They had like oh, wow. 33 contestants. Oh, so wow. like Kara and I were talking about it, like, uh, like, I don't even know who some of the women are. You know what I, I mean? Know that's the other thing. So that's the other thing I was going to ask you. Cause I was like, does he, he must go back to his room and they have like a board with all the women's faces with their names. Oh, that he can like to. be like, I like this one, this one, this one. I didn't get to talk to this one, but she's hot or like whatever. Because how do you keep that many women straight? Also like these group dates are like challenges. Like, when they had to like do capture the flag. I was like, yeah. this is like challenge. Like, it's crazy. I don't know how I would do on that show. Listen, I think you would do very well. I think you do better than you're giving yourself credit for. And I really wish that you had taken advantage of that soul cycle lady asking you to come on because- It would have been good. You would have been I good. Probably. You still could be, there's still time. Actually, I don't know, you might be too old. You know, we got all these 21 year olds running around going, I'm ready to get married, yay! I know, I'm like, Kit, girl, first of all, your hair is atrocious. She is so entitled. The entitlement she has, she's like a snobby, entitled little girl. And I'm like- yeah you are the worst kind of person. I probably would be friends with her on the show to get her on my side, but I would hate her behind her yeah. back. And then, I mean, we need to get into Victoria. Oh, God. <laughs> She's one of the worst I've ever seen. I've been watching this show for a long time. She's one of the worst villains I've ever seen on the sh on the season. I was on like the hashtag last night or whatever, like trending and everyone thinks she's a plant, like that she's a fake person from the producers. That, that wouldn't surprise me because there's always one or there's usually what there wasn't really one in the last Bachelorette, the Tasia slash Claire season. Like there wasn't okay. really one because they were all older because Claire was almost 40. So like mm -hmm. everybody was kind of past that. And then when Tasia got there, they brought in one 26 year old and there was a mild beef between this guy's name was Noah and Bennett. And then earlier in the season, this guy gets sent home like the second episode for yelling at Claire for being the oldest bachelorette ever. And what? Yeah. His name was Yosef from Alabama. He was a douche, but he was only there for an episode and a half. So it's like, okay, this guy hasn't built up any villain stock. Victoria is in a class. She is truly 
probably one of the only types of people that I genuinely could not figure out how to communicate with. I feel like I can match people's like styles of communication pretty well, like as can you, and you can figure out what makes them tick. She's a person where she is so manipulative and diabolical and aggravating. Like in my, I feel rage in my body when she talks. Cause I'm like, you're just fucking lying. And she's so good at it. And she's doing it in a way where she comes off like the victim because she's getting ahead of it. And like, she's basically just taking advantage of the fact that like, these are nice girls and like, they're not going to trash her. And so she's like, well, if you're not going to do it, like burn or get burned, I'm going to fucking trash you and like play the victim. Yeah. She also, I noticed uses the word situation a lot. She's like, well, the reality of the situation is, and she also said, I'm not going to like navigate the situation. And then she also was saying just like a bunch of like, quote, big words that really aren't that big, but it just like is her trying to sound like eloquent and like educated to make herself sound like above other people. And I was like, you're a fucking child, dude. You're child also that's the worst dress i've ever seen just in general and then i know in the last episode that we talked her makeup is so bad and then i was like justin i don't understand because i looked her up on instagram she looks great and then i was like oh she's absolutely photoshopping her photos and then she posted that photo and there's a trump flag behind her did you see that i yeah yeah, i did see that but that photo of her face i'm like girl that's cgi that's someone that worked on avatar took your photo and cgi'd it to the point where james cameron could direct you in a movie of avatar what the fuck are we looking at i mean she's the again she's the gatekeeper for the seventh circle of hell i'm you agree i'm sure she's awful her dress that she wore last night was terrible terry very terry the bra underneath it I was like, this is just, you just don't do that as a grown woman. Like, and if you do do that, it's because that's like how you dress anyways. Like, it's like, that's your style is like a little grungy, whatever. But she's obviously trying to be some sort of like fashion Nova influencer with that fucking ridiculous dress. So like, you oh, should know better. It was so bad. And like, they're usually in like gown, well put together. And she's dressed right. like a candy striper. Also, I wrote down in my notes, Victoria wearing tie dye sweatsuit with 13 question marks. Girl, tie-dye sweatsuits are like the most fast fashion trend thing of all time that just like was a thing during quarantine and like frankly was never going to stick around. So like also why are you wearing a sweatsuit to like a date with a guy like on national television? You're not like the cool next door girl. You just look sloppy like you didn't try. I'm in like a bashing mood tonight, but honestly, she gets under my skin and she's she seems terrible. And she's definitely, after looking at week one, there's no way that Matt would have kept her around if it mm-hmm. weren't for the, all right, we need to keep her here for the drama for a few weeks so we can get people totally. pissed off watching her so they tweet about it and more people tune in and whatever for ratings. On top of that, like you said, she's very manipulative. And she's also conversationally only surface level. Like any of the conversations she has with anybody in the house or with Matt, like she's worried about only superficial things. There's nothing deep about her. She might be the shallowest person I've ever seen. She also deflects everything. She deflects Mm. everything. She's never, she's just like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't have to talk to you. I don't owe you anything. I'm here for Matt. I'm not here for anyone else. I'm here for Matt. And it's like, we're all here for him, girl. Like you're not the only one. I, oh my God. There's always one who's like, I'm not here to make friends. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to find love with 
insert name of the main character of the season. I'm I'm not going to be friends with you. I don't want to be friends with you. And people are like, well, Karen and I were talking about this. She was like, have you seen some of these people that have been on the show on like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and whatnot? Like they actually become like some of each other's best friends because they're in this yeah. weird situation that they have to bond together while they're there. And they actually become very friendly with one another. And that's normal. That's normal. You're around people enough. You're going to become friends with them. Why go out of your way to put a target on your back immediately? So Matt's a virgin to the series, as in he's never been on The Bachelorette before. Right. Which they haven't done in a long time. They usually take somebody from the previous Bachelorette and make them The Bachelor, right? So he, I don't think, understands how the game is played by some of these people that are on the show. Mm-hmm. which is why Victoria is going to get away with a lot of stuff because he's just going to blindly think she's telling the truth. Also, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I don't think he's charismatic enough. I don't find him interesting, really. He's very boring when he talks. Yeah, he's not... Um, I don't know how to say it. He's just very, like, chill and very, like, oh, like, he's kind of aloof almost to a yeah. point. Like, he's very just, like, naive. I just kept watching and I'm like, dude, he's going to look back on this and be like, holy fucking shit. And it's not like it's producers making her look terrible. It's it's words that are coming out of her mouth. She's just such a terrible human. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, guy, wake the fuck up. I also was like, girls, you all need to band together. You're all talking about how crazy she is behind her back. Why don't you guys all just stand up and be like, hey, she's picking on all of us and like taking us out one by one. Like, and we all stand up and say something that way. He can't be like, you're all starting drama if it's every single one of you. You know, if you go around all day and you say everybody you meet is an asshole, maybe you're the asshole. In this 100%. case, Victoria is the asshole. The misguided belief that some of these people have that they can like win this situation. The person that always mixes it up with the villain is the one that gets sent home. Totally. Stay away. Get out of harm's way. Don't don't get a ricochet shot or get hit with any shrapnel. Just stay out of the way and you'll be okay. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going home. Like they always make that mistake. And that girl, I don't remember her name that she was picking on this episode. She was such like a feeble, like was barely standing up for herself because she's like, I mean, I would be like, girl, what are you saying? Like, or I'd be like, Matt, like, what do you mean? Just so taken aback by it that I think I would maybe also be at like a loss of her words. But I'm like, if I were you, I'd be like, I don't know what she's talking about. Like, if she's a problem with me, she can come to me. But like, this is the first time hearing about it. And like, I've made a lot of friends here and maybe you need to figure out what's happening. I'd be like, I don't have time for this drama. So you take it for what it is. Fucking yeah. deuces on that. Yeah, the girl, the girl, Marilyn, who I guess was her roommate. That's a brutal thing to happen. You end up with the villain as your roommate. You've already like, you're already starting down a peg from everybody else. It's like, all right, this... This bitch is going to have her targets locked on me, trying to get me out of here ASAP. I also noticed, so I went on Victoria's Instagram and she gets like a decent amount of likes, but her likes to comment ratio is so off. So I went to her comments and she has no negative comments under her photos. 
And it's because she's deleting all the negative comments. So there's like 20 positive comments, but she must literally be sitting there and deleting every single negative comment that comes up in the comment section so that people can't see it. There's not one negative comment about her. And I'm like, girl, that's just not realistic. Like my own friends roast me. Like that's just not a realistic thing. No kidding. Jesus. I didn't know that. I'm gonna have to take a look at that on. That was my own deep diving. Oh yeah. (laughs) Because I'm fucking invested. I was like up till two o'clock last night watching Sopranos and like down the bachelor rabbit hole, tweeting a mile a minute. Maddie B, a freelance FBI agent. If you need any dirt dug up, call her right away. Hit me up. If you need to find out if your man is cheating, if you need to find out anything about anybody, I'm the one. I charge $20 an hour. In conjunction with her OnlyFans, where she sends out foot pics, uh, she also does uh, deep dives on the internet for private investigation type stuff. (laughs) That would be like my ideal job. Also, I have a funny, this is kind of off topic, but it's kind of a funny story. So one of my guy friends DM me this weekend and he's like, I have a funny story for the pod for you. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so my girlfriend, he's like 30, mid thirties. And I've met his girlfriend also the same age. She's like amazing. He's like, so her mom has been drinking White Claws every single day, not knowing that they have alcohol in them, like drinking them like they're LaCroix. And not only that, if someone comes to her house, they say they want water. So like I have seltzer and like pour one into a glass with ice and has been giving it to like the maids, the gardeners, like anybody, any guest that comes over. And so he, so she must be in like her late sixties, early seventies, this woman. And she's just getting fucking accidentally tanked off of White Claws every single day. I'm like, she must feel terrible. She must feel hungover every day and doesn't know why. So has anybody told her that she's Well, now it? they know. Now they know, but oh. it's because she's been pouring it into glasses. Like she hasn't been like giving them the White Claw can, pouring them into glasses. So like the guests, because with ice on it, you know, like you pour it on ice and like- Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's Isn't fantastic. That That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what made me think about that, but I was like, I think, oh, because it's on my fucking notes. Hello, duh. But yeah, I need yeah. to squeeze that in because I was like, that's hysterical. But anyways, back to bachelor shit. See, we got to go off topic a little bit here. A little bit. Yeah. You can only constrain the the wild horses for so long for before so they're going to run away for a little bit. All right. You got to run free. Any more on a bachelor? I mean, I could probably, I just don't even know. No, I, I don't have anything else on The Bachelor. Like this oh, week was they kind flipped of a the boring ATV? Oh, yeah. They could have got seriously ATV. hurt. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And she's like laughing. I was like, girl, you could have broke your arm. Hello. And then they go into like a hot tub. Also, did they? this is what I want to ask you. Do they? I'm not shaming anyone that's making out with anybody, but do they always have this many people make out with him right off the oh, bat? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they try to develop the the kissing connection early, so it happens like, like oh yeah, let me you know let me see you there. Like, ah, yeah. yeah, they were like they start sucking faces. face a mead a mead. Victoria's kiss to him, I was like, girl, you look like you're begging for your life right now with the kiss. This guy, like he oh. like what the fuck? It was just upsetting to watch. Yeah, not yeah. great, not great yeah. at all. I can't uh, wait to watch next week. Yeah, me. I'm excited too. The the episode ended mid cut down. The girl Sarah that got the rose, uh, she must not have eaten or something because she like totally. said she was blacking out, getting dizzy, just like standing there. Well, someone I someone I talked to that was that knew someone that was on the show. I think I told you this. I forget who it was, but it was someone that was on the show. It was it was my friends, whatever. 
they said that they literally like don't feed you and just feed you alcohol. So she was probably so hungry and tired and oh, like hung over and like passing out. And like, I've passed out from being hung over more than once. So like, I'm sure she was just like, go, 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 go. And then you're running around playing fucking capture the flag. She's yeah. probably exhausted. She's yeah. She looks like she's going to pass out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think she's going to go far. And so is the other girl, Brie, that got both of those girls that got the one-on-one roses. I think those two girls are going to go far. I like her a lot. I like Brie a lot. I thought Sarah was a little bit boring, but and at first, um, but like, she must be such an amazing person if she's like being a caregiver for her father. Like, yeah. that's, that's like a great thing. But I also really like Brie. But then I was like, wow, this date's going so well. Like, if I was this guy, I'd be like, oh, I'm all set. Like, I want to just date this girl. She seems great. But he I, has 30 over many other women now to go through. I know. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, once they cut it down to a more manageable number, I'll be able to put some names to faces and we'll be mm-hmm. able to, to speak a little more on different women in, in the house and what. But I'm excited that I got Maddie watching. I'm really fired up about that. I knew you'd I'm love it. it. It's unreal. I'm fucking hooked. I, I don't know how you never got into it before, but here we are. So I mean, you got me in a Twitter. You got me into The Bachelor. What's next on the horizon for me? I know. I'm just I'm. <laughs> <laughs> what what can we get Maddie into next? Find out next find week. Find me a uh, boyfriend. I'm like so sick of going to get ice cream by myself. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh man. I when I when I was single, Maddie, you know what I like to do? I used to like to go to the oh. movies by myself. I can't do that. I have too much anxiety. And I went to see Gone Girl alone. And I must just spit my water out on my computer. That's yeah, <laughs> my roommate had a, a lady caller over for the eve, my first roommate there. Uh, so I decided to go to, when I was living in Providence, uh, so I decided to go to the Providence Place Cinema. I went in there, I sat alone. I'm sure everybody's seen the movie. It's a pretty popular movie. So spoiler alert, when it's kind of shown that she's setting him up to frame him for murder, you could feel like the air just gets sucked out of the room. And somebody went, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> Just in the middle of this quiet theater, everybody started laughing. I was like, holy shit, man. <laughs> That's so true. That movie is fucking crazy, dude. So fucked, Mads. So fucked. Oh, I listen to My Favorite Murder, which is like a murder podcast. It's like a comedy murder podcast. It's amazing if you don't listen to it and you like SVU and like Law & Order stuff, it's so good. But they do this thing called a corrections corner. And so it's like stuff that they said in past episodes they have to correct. So Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are actually dating. I was like, I think this is a PR thing. Or like, I think that maybe he was just helping her walking down the hill. I mean, but it seems like they're pretty legit. And from other things that came out, she and Jason Sudeikis have been like broken up for a long time, just like not publicly. So now it's like making me think that maybe it is legit. And she's just like looking for a younger dude. I know. How about that? She's 36, he's 26. I already tweeted at Jason Sudeikis and I was like, hit me up, but yet to hear back. That would be great for you. Fucking unreal for me. I mean, he's my dream man. Again, I'm manifesting Jason Sudeikis into my life. Help yeah. Maddie manifest Jason Sudeikis. Everybody In between the sheets. Into my life. Please put him <laughs> into my life. Somebody, God. What do you think? You want to you want to put a bow on it? We've been doing this. For I a think long we time. talked I feel for like a long we've run time. Out of steam. <laughs> I'm so t- <laughs> we're so me and Justin just have been on for we're almost two and a half hours talking. Yeah, we've been doing My this. My throat's for a, starting for a to while. hurt, and I'm like, bro, 
is this because I just talked for two and a half hours and I'm dehydrated or is this because I fucking have COVID? This is the spiral that I go down. Did you see that meme when it says the Simpsons, but it says the symptoms and it yeah. says when I start to get a headache, the symptoms, it's so funny. Oh man, I was thinking about that the other day. My throat's, I started to get a little tickle in my throat on Friday and I was like, oh shit, I must have it. And then I remembered I had a, an upper endoscopy the day before. So they had jammed a camera down my throat. I was like, yeah, oh yeah, that that's go? right. Well, definitely have celiac. That's confirmed. So next step, I get to meet with a gastroenterologist. So woo, fun that's stuff. That's crazy. So when you ate gluten, did you get so sick? You must have, obviously. Because what did yeah. you eat? I, I had one grilled cheese sandwich the day before. And the guy told Enough. me that it wasn't enough. Uh, yeah, we definitely saw traces of the gluten and the papilli or whatever in there flattening <laughs> out. So I was like, wow, guy made me feel like an asshole for only eating one grilled cheese sandwich, but I guess right? I did the trick. <laughs> that's, you know? that's wild. Totally. Yeah. Did you feel like death? No, I didn't feel like death. Luckily, uh, maybe I just got lucky or something, but like, you know, I have been itchy. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's a side effect from it, but yeah, definitely have celiac. So we are a celiac friendly podcast here yes, anybody this is a safe space oh you know who told me because dre listened to the pod um and she was like tell justin to follow this person on instagram and then i'll just plug it for everybody here because if you're gluten-free and want to follow something she said justin needs to try paleo gluten-free eats on instagram so apparently that's what you need to try. Her brownies are better than ones with gluten. And then she followed it up. Also, beans are so fucking nasty. I'd rather die than eat a bean. <laughs> we were talking about beans. She's pretty funny. Oh, she oh. also said R.E. Birds. Once my friend hit a swan and she was so sad. But upon further research, apparently swans are bitches. True, swans, swans are, are assholes. Dicks. Not nice, not nice animals. They'll fucking uh rock your shit. Oh yeah. My, uh, my, my dad told me a story. I was out on a boat with him when I was younger, like when I was little, like, you know, before you can remember when things happen in your life. And he said a swan attacked us on the boat, stole the hat right off his head. No way. Oh yeah. Swans are right. dicks. F or like serial act friendly fuck swans podcast. Anti swans. Fuck swans. Uh, you guys are assholes. Also, uh, one of my prompts, I feel like we were we were finishing up and then I just now keep bringing shit up. But this guy on Hinge just messaged me back. Another fucking lifeguard because I didn't know when I matched with him, he was a lifeguard. And then I looked it up and I was like, fuck. But he doesn't work for the same department, I don't think, because I asked one of my friends that's a girl that works with the other lifeguard that I was hooking up with. And she's like, I don't know him. He must work for like a different area. Uh, but one of my one of my prompts is... um. I'm a psycho. Actually, it's my first prompt. It says, I recently discovered that. And then I said, the family of raccoons in my yard can climb walls. And now I'm horrified. <laughs> so <laughs> because like, what the fuck? Um, and he said, what happened with the raccoons? I said, they're living outside my window, plotting my demise. They're so cute, but also so evil. Very confusing. And he just said, yeah, they're sneaky little guys. Got to be careful. Have you overheard any plots from them? He's pretty, this guy seems like he's normal. Wow. So stay tuned to see how this fucking unfolds with this dude. I won't be giving any names away, yeah. Um, but yeah. So you gotta, we'll you're gonna have to come it. up with a name for him. Now he might be the raccoon man. He might be raccoon guy. Honestly, that's who it is. It's raccoon guy because I already had the lifeguard guy was the last guy. So this guy will be yeah. raccoon guy. Oh, being oh, single is so man. much fun in a pandemic. Okay. 
Justin needs to go to sleep because it's literally 11 p.m. And I need it's, to go eat something. Yeah, we're going to put our, uh, our our guest probably after we sign off. We'll just plug it on the on the back end here. But stick totally. stick with it. Stay tuned. I know this is a long one. Maybe we'll have to split it up into two parts. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. We'll see. We could do a Maybe twofer. We Maybe we, we will. So Let's see. yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we want to do. Anything's yes. possible when you're own when you're an entrepreneur, Justin. Am I right? We fucking own our own shit. We can do Absolutely. what we want. We can do what we want. We can do what we want. <laughs> what we want. <laughs> we're we're starting we to get to loopy. To <laughs> we need to go to bed. So Wait, even before I go, my roommate was like, Are you not drinking wine before you record tonight? And I was like, No, I'm not. And because I've been trying to be like sober during the weekdays. And can yeah. you imagine if we were drinking wine tonight? I mean, it was oh, crazy God. as much as it is. We'd be, yeah, we'd be like drunk at this point. I, I don't even know what we'd be yelling about if we had been drinking during this whole thing. Justin, if we were drinking during this entire thing, I would be six DMs deep with people that I've blocked three years ago on Instagram. <laughs> 7.30 PM, you up texts? You up. I'd be you upping people out the ass. For real. <laughs> For real. Oh, Anyways, oh man. All right. On that note, <laughs> follow us on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Stay tuned for our guest after we sign off here. Maddie, any last words? No, this guest is fucking awesome though. So you guys, you need to listen. She has some really fucking funny stories and we talk about like dating shit and like what guys have done. And it's just really, it's so funny. I mean, it's like, I was laughing my ass off. So definitely stick around for this guest. She's awesome. It's dynamite. I was at a loss for words for most of it but a, a, a lot of fun, a lot of great stories. So make sure you tune in. Thanks for tuning in as always, Maddie. Thank you guys. Like, and subscribe and download and rate us and fucking write a review to the if moon. I had tits to the moon. If I had tits, I would, I would send a nude for every positive review we get, but I don't. So just do it out of the goodness of your heart. And like Justin says to the moon, to the moon. Anyway, I'm Justin. She's Maddie. Signing off. See you next week. Bye. (laughs) What is our life? All right. So we have our first guest. Well, not our first guest, but our first guest in a very long time. Yeah. Since we've had segments and me and Justin have like kind of gotten our shit together. So we're using a code name for her because that's just how we do business here and also these stories are fucking hilarious and our number one rule on the podcast is just don't get fired don't get fired that's it that's our number one rule so say hello to indiana (laughs) hello everyone i am lady of the night lady of the night indiana i'm happy to be here happy to share some stories and also not get fired that's a great cardinal rule to live by it's, it's the yeah, only it's rule. A, it's our only, it's literally our only rule in the podcast. People are like, can we swear? And I'm like, I'm, yes, you can do whatever yeah, you absolutely. want. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yes. Um, so, yeah, I heard a story that she told me, this was like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. You need to tell the story in the pod. And then also as we were getting ready and planning to record, all the army hammer DMs came out. And I was like, have you read them? And she was like, yes. And I was like, we need to discuss. And then I sent them to Justin and I was like, oh. have you seen these? And he was like, no. And then I was like, please like proceed at your own risk. Also, this is like a major trigger warning. So if you have, it's like sexual violence and like a lot of like manipulation and things like that. So like, this is just a trigger warning for everybody. Feel free to skip through, but I'm warning you now because they're 
fucking bananas. So I sent it to Justin and he was like, I'm so unwell. I don't know what to do. So unwell. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Maddie, Maddie, we're talking cannibalism here. We're talking sex slaves. I mean, granted, this is kind of like, I guess, what you signed up for with the, having the name Armand Hammer, you know, like the brand. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're going to be like a little bit fucked up because of it. But I mean, for Christ's sakes. He's yikes. so hot. Okay. And then Indiana's like, I'm texting her about it. And she's like, honestly, like, I wouldn't be like that mad about it. <laughs> Again, like I, I read, I read the DMs. They are <laughs> foul to say the least. You know, to each their own. If that's what gets them, great. And if some random guy was saying these kind of things to me, I would be fucking terrified. I'd be running for the hills, and I'd already be contacting the FBI. Like, I need a SWAT team outside my house. But right. you guys, it's Army Hammer. Like, it's Army <laughs> Hammer. I mean, have you seen yeah. it? He's gorgeous, and I, I feel like. At that level of like hotness that he is, maybe he can get away with saying some weird shit. So if Army Hammer says, I want to cut off your toe, <laughs> like I'd have the nervous giggles. I'd be hee hee, no, but like, let's hook up. I don't and just like see like, what happens. You please know. hook up with me, but don't cut off my toe and keep it in your pocket. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. like no shame to like, no king shame to like snm and like sub dom bondage like whatever like that's totally crazy like normal yeah. like not crazy it's normal what's crazy is to me the things he was saying how he wants to like hold this girl's like heart and then like fuck her brain i was like bro i don't even like what do you mean like i'm gonna pass out like i'm gonna pass out i was like I, and then i like just sucked justin into it because i was like i can't like go through this alone like someone needs to be there to like <clears throat> understand this shit but it, yeah like i mean I just, it was, I, I couldn't well, believe it. Like when you said, I didn't even, uh, cause I saw him trending on, on Twitter. And a lot of the times I look at it, I'm just like, eh, uh, I'll, I'll figure this out somewhere along the way, but like, I'm too lazy to just click why they're trending. You know, I don't know yeah. what it is about me. Um, it's one of my flaws as a human, but <laughs> let me ask you both as, as the only Y chromosome of the three of us, First of all, I'm married, so I'm not on a, any dating sites in general. But what yeah. is the the cutoff threshold of, well, uh, I'm going to call the FBI immediately to, <laughs> oh, you know, maybe we'll see where it goes. Like, I mean. From dating sites or? Random or is this Army Hammer? Like I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking in general. Like, do you have like a, a threshold that it's like, okay, like. Yeah, of course, Army Hammer, he's gorgeous. But like you run into some random Steve Smith who's hot, but he says those things to you. Are you you going after it or is it just because he's a celebrity that Army Hammer can get away with it? Yeah, I mean, not on a dating app. I would throw up some red flags <laughs> on a dating app. I once had a guy on the hinge message me and he was like, you look so much like my sister. I want to fuck you. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean, me? dude? That's like that's your opening line. Uh okay. Um, yeah, like cringe, vomit. Like, are you kidding me? So those kind of things, like I immediately unmatched with him. Actually, I feel like I had a really great response. I'm gonna need to find it back in the archives at the screenshot. Oh my god. Was he hot? Did you no. match with him or was it like hinge where you can like send someone something? No, I definitely responded. I'll go back through and find this fucking dead. 
I honestly, I played into it for like a split second. Cause I was like, I got to see where the fuck this goes next. Like hundred percent caught my attention. I think you're a, a psycho, but I want to see, you know, what other psycho you've got behind there. So I'll, ha- I'll have to look this up. Vey, did you match with this guy in like cousin fucker country or like Yo, in a regular place? Los Angeles. I mean, with Hinge, it's all based on location. And I think I have my mile radius to like 10 miles. So this is, this is somewhere, someone local. Wow. I'm shooky shook. I wonder if I know him. I'm shook. I haven't really had people be like fucked up to me on apps. I don't think like saying weird shit to me. Like they're just, I'm, I feel like, I don't know why even on like, cause are you on Raya? I am on Raya. I was telling Justin, I was like, Raya is just like, I feel like every guy on Raya is just in a competition with each other. Like who has the douchiest burning man photo. And then like, I don't like, I don't care about how many countries you've been to. So like, why is that in your bio? Like, I don't care. hundred percent. Or if I have one more person on hinge, like the prompt where it's like, I'm overly competitive about, I've been everything, everything. And just like keeping a running tally to see how many people say that, like, bro, we get it. We get it. We get it. Also, Justin met his wife on Bumble, which is like my only like source of beacon of light for that shit. I did. Yes, that is correct. We matched as I was. So I I don't think I told you the lead in to the I I remember the night that we matched. I was going to meet my uh, my boss wanted me to go to a a college game with him at Mohegan Sun. And I had a panic attack in front of a flower shop in Foster, Rhode Island, which is like the sticks. And, and, uh, like this was the, this was the boss that gave me like PTSD flashbacks, Maddie, oh, that yeah, I told yeah, the yeah. story about. So I was like, um, I think it'd be better if I went recruiting tonight and I just flipped the car around and went North to Boston. And I went to this, all right, well, this game sucks. Cause it was like a 50 point game. And I just started swiping and, uh, met the old Irish Rose. <laughs> and now you have a baby. And now we have a baby. I know. Dating so apps can work, story. everybody. Dating apps can work. Maybe I'm just on the wrong ones. Actually, so I, I just found the screenshot. There's there's more. Oh my God, tell me. Yeah. Yay. So he's opening. So he had liked my photo. And I, I guess I thought he was cute because I invited him to start the chat. And his opening line, mind you, this is at 7.43 in the morning. 7.43. Like, you should be working, maybe having a coffee, not saying this weird drain shit. He goes, I know it's weird, but you remind me of my sister. And yet I want to fuck you. And I <laughs> responded back. I just said, hmm, yeah, um, I don't know where to go from here. Just really <laughs> confused, you know? He goes, bend over so I can fuck your perfect pussy while you call me your brother. <laughs> and I just responded back. I said, I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. And then he unmatched me. <laughs> I am. I am. Having an out-of-body experience after hearing that. Tell this story because I'm reliving it. God, what is wrong Wait, with me? Can you see him or no? Yes, it's like, what the actual fuck? No, I can't. Uh, oh, wait, yes. So I'm zooming in on my screenshot, and his photo is a shirtless photo of him flexing. Are we sure? myself. Absolutely not. No, wait, show me, show the camera. I want to see if I recognize him. What's his name? Oh, cra- oh, he is hot. I mean, I expect a reason you know but like that is now again to take it full circle if army hammer said those things to me (laughs) i don't know 
I can't now now conversation. He doubled down on the sit the brother sister thing too. I know. Like I didn't think he was gonna take it one step further. I was like, that's just for shock value. Like we're gonna leave that it just you look like my sister. Let's talk. Weird enough. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna raise that up one more. I and am coming out of the gate that heavy. That's weird. That's the next level of kink. Like I matched with a guy actually yesterday with the same name as my brother. And I debated doing it because like, and they spell it the same way too. And just like, I can't be like having sex with someone and call out that name. Like that just, that gives me the heebie-jeebies thinking about it. Like I don't, Correct. I don't know if you <laughs> Maddie, you have brothers. Like I have brothers. My brother, one of my brother's name is Ralph. And I can assure you I'm not <laughs> fucking like, he's we're italian and he's the third so like that's like a family name i don't think anybody under the age of 50 is named ralph anymore so like yeah i'm good with that and then my other brother's name is joe and like i've never hooked up with a boy as far as i can remember named that so yeah i totally get it like that's fine like i don't know i please don't bring that aggression in that into this hinge space dude where i have all your information yeah, like, bro, I, I'm just trying to go out on a date, you know? And I mean, it's COVID time. So, like, I'm just yeah. trying to walk, maybe get a cup of coffee. Well, that's know? the other thing about Army Hammer. I was like, my guy, aren't there, like, apps where you can, like, vanish texting? Like, why are you doing this over DM? Yes, well, and that's why apparently, like, he came out with it. Or someone came out with this, one person, you know, the DMs were leaked and everything. But then multiple women also came out and said... I've matched with him on Rye. He's also said weird shit to me. So I think that it's like pretty credible. I mean, quote unquote, how as credible as it can be. But then I also earlier today, I went down the army hammer rabbit hole. <laughs> and was a, a, why not? And he had a, like a voice recording. Like I, again, I think he sent it like a voice text and he was explaining how like out of the heat of the moment, like, yes, this all sounds very weird, but in like a sexual context it makes somewhat sense or it's just like right. it's which I kind of get like I think we all say we definitely Weird all say sex that we're not saying you know on a meeting on <laughs> like, a platform a hundred percent and even just like sexting in general fine that's normal but like and that I'm just like because if it's consensual and those girls are consenting to it and that's what their thing is too no harm, no foul. You do whatever you want. Who fucking cares? But I just feel like these girls felt like violated. But then also it reminded me, Justin, you definitely remember this Dane Cook skit where he's talking about the shit that he would say during sex. And one time he said, my dick feels like corn. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And Give he, me the butter, baby. Yeah. And he does like this whole <laughs> bit on it. And he's like, he's like, you can just say anything in sex and it's like, whatever. But I'm just like... Maybe he was just like so confident that the, I mean, I guess it was, if it's consensual, then he was like, yeah, why would they leak it? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that I wouldn't want some guy to leak sex that I've sent to him and vice versa. People so. say, yeah, people say weird shit during sex. I, okay. So I actually had this guy once. During, this is actually like a running joke amongst my friends and I, this happened, you know, early in my twenties. And we still joke about this to this day. I ended up going on a date. I think we met on a dating app, like many, many moons ago. And I was, I think, like 22. He was 33. So, of course, I'm already like, whoa, older guy. I'm yeah. This is awesome. Exotic. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Um, I think his name was actually like Joe. <laughs> Super just average, average Joe. Tight. Yeah, there you go. Average guy. 
So we, we do like day one and day two and everything. Day three, he's like, come over to my house. I'm going to cook you dinner. He's got a hot tub. So of course I'm like, mm, shit's going to go down. It's day number three. Let's go. So we, he makes us dinner. We go to the hot tub, get all wet and splashy and then come back and instantly start hooking up. Bathing suits coming off, all the fun stuff. And we, and we start having sex and like halfway through sex, he's on top of me. So I have my arms like on his back, you yeah. know, not digging in, but you know what I mean? Like lightly, like fingernails in the back, not like, yeah. um, not army hammer cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, in bed, you're like cutting into his flesh. Oh, he goes halfway through. He's just like, do you like my back? And I was like, uh, yeah, like random questions. Sure. But like, uh, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. He goes, what do you like about it? And in my mind, like, and in my mind too, I'm like, I wasn't prepared for a follow-up question. Like, I, I just thought this was going to be like a simple, like, yes. But he's like, no, like, what do you like about it? I was like, uh, uh, it's big. And he's like, yeah, what else? And I was like, oh my God, like how many more adjectives? <laughs> Uh, uh, it's muscular and this is like all still during sex and he keeps asking me about his back and I'm so fucking confused because I'm like what else, what else more is there to say about the back and I was like genuinely in that moment I was so uncomfortable too because I was just like I, I, I don't know where to take it from here like why your back why not like your arms why not your calves I don't know like ask about your abs like he focused on his back for like a minute and a half Did and I just have a nice back I'm like trying to have sex with him, but I also have the nervous giggles. I'm just like so confused. So I honestly don't even like stay the night over. I was just like, oh yeah, early meeting. I like booked it out of there. I called my best friend and she's like, how'd the date go? And I was like, I don't know. I'm really like, he kept asking about his back. I'm like telling her the story. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, I mean, physically, yes. Mentally, maybe a little weirded out, but sure, I'm fine. And like to this day, 10 years later, legitimately I we will text each other all the time just like do you like my back do you like my back I can't think about I can't remember any I don't think that guys have said weird stuff to me oh I don't believe that. there has to be something I mean there has to be I did have a guy recently this was like a couple months ago he like freaked out because I like I have really long nails and I like I mean it doesn't take that much to like scratch someone if if they're like a fucking pasty white person in the middle of winter like and you scratch them like whatever and so right. he like started freaking out and I was like why are you fucking freaking out this was like after and he was like he's like well I play volleyball and I was like bro it's fucking November like what do you mean like that's so weird like and I in my head I'm not thinking anything of it turns out he was fully dating someone and so he was like yes and so he was worried just I haven't told Justin this because I literally just Whoa. realized it the other day Cause he like freaked out at me and I was like, bro, who cares if you play volleyball? I know all the boys you play volleyball with. If anything, they're going to be like, oh dude, good on you. Like whatever. Like that's also, it's not like I had like, again, army hammer fucking scratch marks down his back. It was like one, maybe two, like tiny, tiny ones. And he's freaking out, freaking out. And then I found out because when I was in mammoth, I think I told you this, he reposted a story of him on a date that the girl posted. Yes, that's right. And I was like, wait a minute. And then he spent 45 minutes, two days later, explaining himself to me, like saying me, telling me he didn't even like her. He was like, I don't, he's like, I felt bad. So I like had to post out like all this shit. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's fine. <laughs> right. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I'm so stupid. I'm like, well, I'm 30 years old. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. And so 
I, whatever. I believe him. Two days later, I text him. He doesn't answer. So I fucking was like, fuck this shit. And I block him. And then our mutual friend was like, yo, uh, he just posted another fucking post of him on another date with that girl. And I was like, you're a die ball. How dumb are like, you're so dumb. Yeah, they're so dumb. Also That's my what dudes do when guys come up with the worst excuses. I once had a guy in college tell me, and we were like, you know, we were seeing each other and everything. We weren't seeing other people. I was at his house and there was these earrings, these diamond earrings on his nightstand. And I was like, fuck these. And he goes, he's like, he looked me dead ass in the face, goes, they're mine. And I was like, what do you mean they're yours? He's like, yeah, they're mine. Did he have his ears pierced? No. But I was like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> I literally just believed it. I mean, I, I didn't actually believe it, but in that moment I was just like, yeah, totally. I believe you. Also, when you're in college, I, I just, you know, sometimes you know stuff and you just pretend like you, you're, mm. you don't trust your gut. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are like, dudes like lie terribly when they cheat though. <laughs> very, very bad and think they're going to get away with it. Totally. I don't. That's it. I mean, that's all I got. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, sorry, there was a dead space there, but like, we're that's like all waiting I got. for like, Justin to tell us the answers. We're like, tell us what guys do. Like, no, like, I, me. I mean, like, I, I don't know, like, what the what goes through a dude's head when they're like trying. Oh yeah, you know, I don't really even like her that much. But yet here I am on a date with her, sharing Instagram stories. Like, check out this beautiful villa that we're eating in yada yada but oh no i don't really even like her that much but i just spent 270 dollars on multiple bottles of wine and like what the fuck man like just fucking be honest i'm like you're at the fucking grove like my guy like i know what you're doing like what are you doing and then they went to like what was the other thing oh they went to go see christmas lights and fucking torrents at like candy I was like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> the Grove, you've already spent $50 on parking alone. You like this bitch. Just admit yeah. it. Like, it's happening. 100%. You get, it's 50-50 on guys. You either get the ones that are too dumb or come up with really dumb lies or the shady as shit and come up with like the most elaborate spider web to not have the two girls find out about them. And then when they yep. do... Like, damn, like I'm sweating and stressing just thinking about trying to keep like a secret life and these people are just navigating it. Like that's insane. Yes. Same. I'm like, how I told you, I'm like, I could probably max out at max, max three, maybe like two is a work max out at three. But like at that point, it's like, how do you even have enough time in the day? Justin's like, I barely have time for one. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah. You know, I've had conversations with my with my wife about that. I was like, listen, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sleep around on you. I'm far too fucking lazy at this point in my life to like want to deal with juggling that many balls. Like, I, like I'm exhausted as is. Can you right. imagine me trying to like hide some woman on the side? Like, my God. Plus, now you know we're isolated from everybody in quarantine, so it's like I'm with her. 98% of my day anyways. So what am I doing with the other 2%? Not much. So like, what the fuck? Like I, I can't hide anything. I don't want to hide anything because it's too fucking exhausting. Good for you, man. If you can manage it, but not for me. Oh, You're out of the game. That's so I know. Good. I'm like out of breath just thinking about it right now. Like Jesus. Hoy vey. Like Maddie, I don't know if you do this, but Justin, like inside information into the woman's brain, 
we don't give you your real name. You have to earn your real name. Like, your name is not Justin. If we're talking, like you maybe get called Justin like two months in, but yeah. in my phone and to all my friends, you're like either how I met you, you know, like Shellbacks or Bumble or something like that. Like you got to earn your name. So, all right. Yeah. Justin knows, Justin knows that I don't even save people's numbers. I didn't have this dude I was dating for four months numbers saved for four months. Um, a person that I've been on a few dates with recently, he still may be in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Once you change it, it's like, I don't know. The universe fucks with you. I don't know. So my problem then is I don't like my text messages clear out after like a month. And so people that will then text me and I'm like, hi, who is this? And like, haha, you don't remember. I'm like, no, genuinely, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> you're like Googling the area code. You're like, who the fuck do I know from Pennsylvania? No, you're irrelevant. Like, sorry, Cincinnati, you don't know who you are. Um, okay. So I ended up matching on Bumble with this guy from New York. This is like mm, probably like 2017, a couple of years ago. And ended up matching with this guy and he lived in New York. We had matched when he was in LA for work. Cause like Bumble, you can only match like within the area. So he, we happened to match like a weekend. He was there. So he ends up messaging me one night. He's like, Hey, um, I'm in town for work. Like would love to get drinks, yada, yada. But I also, I had just met a guy who lived in LA the weekend prior. So I said, and we were supposed to have a date that night. So I said to a New York guy, I was like, sorry, I actually have a date tonight and I'm not going to cancel with you for some like bumble one drink kind of date. Like, sorry. And he's like, okay, no worries. Like maybe we'll connect again later. Kind of thing. Completely forgot all about him. But like three months later. And by the way, the other date, it was a complete disaster. Like (laughs) how bad? I mean, he was so sweet, but I'm be honest. We like we went on like a few dates and then we hooked up and it was awful. It was so bad. Like when I think about bad hookups now, I think about him like, sweetie. Oh, that's tough. This is, and how did you meet that guy? Um, <laughs> I randomly met him at Malibu Wines. Um, I was with some friends going up to a, an ugly, it was like an ugly sweater Christmas party. And we happened to be on the same like party bus. We didn't know each other, but I was drunk as a skunk on the way back. And we were like sucking face on the party bus. And I was like, this is such a romantic story. And then we went on a few dates. And then again, like we hooked up and it was not good. It was, it was a bummer too, because you can't, like it was that bad. Especially the first time you hook up. I feel like the chemistry is either there or it's not. Yeah. It just was not there. He he didn't have the right equipment and the right tools. He didn't know how to use the, the manual. It just like, it wasn't, it wasn't there. So the size of the boat and the motion of the ocean were off. <laughs> it's like one can be off. If the other one is there, you can't lack in both. You can't. I'll tell you at another time, full detail of how that one went. It was just like, I like I have the wow. Anywho, So end up, a couple months later, randomly, New York is back in LA and he messages me and he's like, hey, you know, throwing you a Hail Mary. Like, I don't know if you're still dating that guy or anything, but like, let's get drinks. I was like, no, I'm actually free. So we ended up like getting drinks on a Wednesday and it was actually, it was a really fun, really fun date. We ended up going out like Wednesday night, Thursday night and Friday night all in a row. Really good stuff. He was going back to New York, stayed in contact. Like we were consecutively texting from there on out. He flew me out to New York like a month later. What? Spent the weekend with him, which was, again, so fun. Like one of the best weekends. I ended up taking an, <laughs> I ended up taking an edible. This is like a detour on the story. I ended up taking an edible gummy with him at one point, And I like, 
I don't do edibles or I'm like, just not good at them. I'm like, I like freak out. And I was like, yeah, I'm tough. I can hang. <laughs> Give me oh, that gun. No. And I got so high in like the restaurant that we were out. I tried to like lay on the floor to like stop my spins. I was texting my best friend at the time. I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm like freaking out. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. But in my mind, you guys, I'm like in fucking mercury. Just like- Out of the stratosphere. Out of the, like- as far out of the stratosphere as you can be, that's where I was. And I was like panicking. So my heart is racing and it's getting me more and more high. Aside from that, <laughs> it was wonderful. It was great. Great connection, great sex, still super fun. This was like March. So was he your age? Uh, yeah, like a year older. Year older. Okay. And it was, it was like we were vibing really well. Did I think that I was going to marry this guy? No. Did I think that we were, you know, soulmates or anything like that? No. Was he dating other people in New York? Like, probably. Was I still like going on other dates with people? Probably. But at the same time, I'm also the person that like, I know that I. It's a matter of can versus want. Like, if mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with you and I'm vibing with you, like, I'm not going to be actively trying to go on other dates with randoms. Totally. Fair. So, this is in March. April, still talking and everything like that. And then May, he has a friend's wedding in Cabo. And he's like, Do you want to be my date to the wedding? Now, here's the thing again, like, I knew that it wasn't like boyfriend, girlfriend, anything like that. But taking someone as a date to your friend's wedding in Cabo is something. Right. I mean, yeah, it's it's getting there again, not like for a relationship, but it's just like, Hey, we're a thing. Safe to say we're a thing. We'll label label it a thing. There's so many, I'm just going to just interrupt you. There are so many layers to this because first of all, if you're inviting me to a wedding in general, okay. If you're inviting me to a destination wedding where like not many people are there, we're definitely something like there's wedding too. He was in the wedding wedding he was a groomsman yes like there's yeah definitely I'm stressed I was very much going into this too like he lived in New York I lived in LA I knew I I genuinely genuinely did not have any hopes of like it turning into like a serious boyfriend girlfriend thing which I think nine times out of ten as women were always like yeah totally no but in the back of our minds we're like I'm gonna lock him down so quick you know and I hundred percent I was just like, I'm being realistic with like our location and everything. So wedding in Cabo is fantastic. We're there for like three days, three, four days. Awesome wedding. Awesome group. Such a good time. So then we fly back to LA. So he comes to LA and then he stays with me in my apartment for the next like two days. I think we fly back like a Monday. He stays with me Monday, Tuesday, and then he leaves Wednesday to go to New Orleans for a work conference. This is where the fun begins. I'm stressed. He leaves, like he leaves Wednesday. He had to, um, I like had to leave for work before he did. So I, um, I come home to like a super cute note that he like, at like a handwritten note that he like left on my bed. It had like a little eggplant emoji. So it had like a little sexy reference to it. It was, it was great. It's such a cute little note. It was just like, mm, precious. So, <laughs> so he flies to New Orleans. Um, now quick backstory. Now, I had known that like by talking with him, like he had gone on some Bumble dates with this one Instagram influencer that has this like, I don't know, should I say her name? Yes, say her fucking name. Have you heard of the Handy J? No, but I'm going to look her up right the fuck now. 
she has like a hundred something thousand plus followers. She's very much like one of those like self-deprecating, like I'm a slut, ha ha, like funny accounts and everything. And like, don't get me wrong. Her shit's funny. Like she has good content, very relatable. Wait, what is it? Hand, how do you spell it? Handy J, the handy and then J. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have. Probably have like mutual. So many people follow her. Yeah. How have I never heard of this person? I mean, you're not going to like her in a minute. Can I read her bio? This is her bio. She's a therapist slash breakup recovery dating and couples coach by day. Memes by night. DMs for inquiries, promos, marriage requests, and green cards, the usual. But her fucking website is theprincessfantasy.com. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay, so crazy. All right, go on. So just a little backstory. So I had known that New York and her had gone on dates prior to us meeting. And he had told me, I guess about a time that like they went out on a date in Los Angeles to like the W hotel and she got super drunk and threw up all over herself. Like good shit. You know, we laughed about it and everything. Great. Yeah. So he leaves, he leaves to go to New Orleans. And then later that night I come home from work. I'm like laying in my bed. I'm, pretty, I'm watching like Bravo, you know, just a typical Wednesday. And I'm on Instagram and I'm like going through stories and stuff like that. And then I was following her at the time and I see her story post. She posted a photo of New York and it was New York's like Bumble profile photo. And I was like, oh, haha, this is so funny. Like she's featuring him or something along those lines. And then the next story is like, I'm about to procreate tonight with this hot man. I was like, what? Come again? Wait, on her Instagram story? On her Instagram story. So she's basically saying like, I'm going to fuck this dude tonight. She has, I'm sorry, 856,000 followers. And she put that on her Instagram story. She has 156,000 right now. Damn. No, eight, 800. Eight, eight, five, six. Let, I don't even follow her anymore. Let me, let me make sure we're at looking for this. First of all, so this must've been. She has 800,000 people now. Oh my God. She was at like one something when this happened. I'm dead. <sighs> Oh my God, it gets better. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Oh my God, so good. Yeah, so. Oh, but wait, I'm going to interrupt. She definitely buys her followers because she only gets like 3,000 likes a photo. Oh, yeah, she buys them then. So she buys them. Yeah, sucks wow. to suck. Oh my God, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> a lot well, of twists and turns in this episode. So at this point, she's basically saying, I'm going to fuck this man tonight. And then I go on his I think, it was, I, I think it was like Snapchat or something. I happen to like still be using Snapchat at this point. I don't even use it anymore. But he sent me a snap of like, but before I see that, when I first saw just that she posted that Bumble profile photo, I text New York and I was like, ha ha, look how funny she like, she's like profiling you. Like a fucking dumbass. Oh God, an idiot. Just like, so just still in my Cabo post Cabo, you know, love coma. So great. And I'm like, Oh, this is sweet. She's like profiling you. And can and- I just interrupt you one more time? How fucking normal are you to not freak out at him and being like, I can't believe you're even on Bumble. What the fuck did you sign up for this or anything? Like you were so normal and you were like, Oh my God, like you're just such a trust. Like that's just how, because. Cute. Well, I also, I genuinely thought I was like, Oh, maybe she like Maybe he's like, if he's still on it or if his account's still active, like she could have gone back into her like photos or whatever. Like it was an old, old photo that I remember seeing on his profile. So I like really didn't think that much into it. I was just like, oh, cute. Maybe she's going to tell the story about when she threw up on him. I don't know. 
But then she posts the next story being like, I'm going to procreate with this hot man because he's like six, five. He's like, he's like six, five muscular, great body, New York. I'm not going to give you too much credit. Fuck you. But like, he's rocking. So, so when I read, when I saw that one, I was like, "Mm, interesting. So that's when I text New York and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what, what is going on? Are you with her? Like, what is happening? So then this dickhead has the nerve to send me a Snapchat of him just scanning around his surroundings on like Bourbon Street, New Orleans by himself, like specifically trying to make it a point of like, look, haha, I'm by myself. Like no one's with me in my mind. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm not dealing with this. I'm going to bed. It's like t- 10 o'clock. But I'm, a grandma, so I was like, whatever. I'm going to bed for you. And because he's also not responding to my text. So I was like, whatever. So the next morning, <laughs> the next morning and I wake up to one of my really good friends. Like I hadn't talked to her in for a while. She's calling me at like seven in the morning and That's never a good sign. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I missed her call. I got, got in the shower and everything like that. And then I come back to my phone and I go back on Instagram and I see the Instagram stories. And from her, the story of her the night before, she then proceeds to film herself in her Uber leaving his hotel room, giving like a full recap on Instagram of their night and the sex they had and shares like screenshots of text messages and all this kind of stuff. Yes, you guys, mind you, New York was in my bed less than 24 hours ago, leaving me a note being like, I had such a great weekend, excited to see you again, all this kind of stuff. And now I'm getting the full play-by-play that he is not like fucking someone else on Instagram story. And I have people like, I had like 30 something plus friends follow her. So I had all these people then, multiple then people are calling me like, and I'm just answering the phone at this point. Like, I know why you're calling. They're like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking okay. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what? And I'm honestly, I'm like blown away by this at this point. Like, if anything, I was genuinely more it was just like a massive fuck you. Like, listen, I know I'm not your girlfriend, but at the same time, like I demand your goddamn respect and you're not giving it to me right now. Like you're dead to me. So I text in that day and I'm honestly, I'm, I'm not the type that like when I get pissed, I'm like full blown mental woman going off on you. I'm just like, these are, these are the cards where I'm at. He's like denying it. He like, won't accept the fact that he fucked up. I genuinely think he was just terrified. So he was like, I have so many questions right now. Yeah. He had been on a date with this girl before. Yes. And so so you knew about it. Yes. I knew that you knew that they looked up. Why was she posting his Bumble profile? I mean, she was genuinely just doing it for her own like content on her story. Like, haha. And you guys, she was in the Uber, like doing her walk of shame Uber ride. Like her hair is all messed up. Her makeup's down. She's like talked about how many times they had sex. So, I mean, it's shitty (laughs) finding out the person that you're seeing, dating, what have you into is hooking up with other people to find out via Instagram story along with 700 other thousand people was just a I am, okay, how is this person, okay, I keep everything pretty much confidential on this podcast, and we have not that many followers. How was he okay with her, like, putting him on blast like that? That was one of my questions, too, honestly. I was like, I, like, it clearly shows your face, shows your photo, shows your age. I feel like at that point, it, like, shows almost, like, where you work and that kind of stuff. I mean, he thought it was funny. I did not think it was funny whatsoever. face. He was, I don't even know what to say. 
Well, I mean, it gets better. All right. I mean, it, it gets amazing. better. What do you mean it gets better? I just gotta like, you gotta see it out. So the whole day Thursday, again, I think he's trying to deflect and just ignore that he did it. You know, like when you scratch a car and you're just like, oh, let's just pretend it didn't happen. Like, no, it's still there. So he's ignoring it. And Wait, then so you're like asking him stuff and he's just like not. I mean, he wasn't, he, no, no, no. He wasn't like accepting the fact that he had like fucked up in this situation. It's like, I clearly know that you guys had sex. Like the world knows you had sex. It's not like I was trying to get him to admit he did that. If anything, yeah. I show some fucking compassion and like understand that you disrespected me. And like, 100%. You know what I mean? And like at the end of the day, like coming out of the whole conversation with him too, was just like, I, I never will trust you again. Like ever ever but anyways so thursday friday he's being a piece of shit about it and it was frustrating because i was like up until this point i've known you now for months and you pride yourself on being this like empathetic compassionate person so like clearly either you're lying about who you are now and like this was just a mistake or like you were lying this entire time and you're actually just like a massive asshole and i misread it you know what i mean but luckily coming out of this whole situation i had a girl's trip to vegas Plan for Saturday, a nice Beautiful. Tw- a 24 hour turnaround as yeah. you know it, um, just to get in, get out. So uh, he texts me on Saturday morning being like, I'm so sorry. Can we talk? All this kind of stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm hopping on a plane to Vegas right now. We can talk when I'm back and when I'm ready. Left it at that. And I, deuce. and I went to Vegas, partied my little heart out. We we're at the pool party pictures on the gram. I was in the bikini. I was feeling good. I was like, fuck this guy. We were partying with, with the jealous cowboys at their, at their table. I was like, let's go. Yeah. I was like, I'll deal with this when I want to deal with this. So Sunday I'm like, okay, fine. I'll deal with this. So (laughs) he's like, FaceTime. I was like, sure. So we get on FaceTime and he's like, so do you like, do you want to start? Do you have anything that you want to say? I was just like, no, no proceed like the floor is yours my friend and he just goes like he starts apologizing at one point guys he starts crying he's like crying hardcore of course he cries that's what they do they panic and they cry are you fucking kidding me so he's like crying he's like trying to you know say like i didn't realize how much i liked you until i did this i messed up all this kind of stuff it's like well yeah Clearly, like, clearly you weren't thinking about me when you were having sex in New Orleans. I We've heard this a thousand times, folks. On the radar. So we kind of, he said his piece, but I just basically left it. Like, Maddie, you know the scene from The Hills many years ago when Lauren's like, I want to forgive you, but I want to forget you. Yes. I basically, I basically said that minus the mascara tear, but I was just like, <laughs> you know, I can't, he's like, can we fix this? I was like, no, like I'll get over this, which I will. And I have like, I'll get over it. It's a funny story, but like, I will never trust you again ever. So like, there's no point of trying to ever fix this. You're done. You're written off. It's just like the disrespect, because again, like you're not his girlfriend, I guess, whatever. And like, you're not your girlfriend to the girlfriend or you're not my boyfriend to my boyfriend. And I always say that too, but it's, there's also just a level of respect and like, yes, like person to person, like that's just, I mean, it's not that, I don't know, not being an asshole. Like it's not even like this happened with somebody that he like is his neighbor. This is someone that's like person on Instagram or like social media where like people that know you and know him see what's happening. And he clearly consented to it, like putting, being it put on the internet. And then it kind of it would embarrass me. I'd be like, bro, what the fuck? That's what I was most of this about too. I was like, 
one, it happened. And like, I think I would have been obviously pissed. There's again, so many layers. Like I would have been pissed finding out that the guy who left my bed that I had just spent a weekend at a wedding in Cabo with that I've now been talking to, seeing, visiting for almost four or five months at this point, I would have been pissed regardless if I found out that you had hooked up with someone, whoever she may be the next night. The fact that like you knew that he, he knew that I followed her. He knew that I was going to see that and he didn't care. Like, you know why? Because is he a Scorpio? Um, I'll look it up. I'll figure that out. Probably. I would love to know if he's a Scorpio (laughs) because we don't get along with Scorpios. Also, this is the thing. This is what they do. They like do shit like this because poor Justin. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, listen to us. No, listen. Dog on men. No, li- hey, uh, I'm I'm very pro dogging on men. So please, by all means, dog away, ladies. I'm just I'm here for the entertainment. This is great. How good it's is that like on your scale from one to ten. <laughs> how good is that story? Is that just- oh my god! Justin, that Justin was- is giving me anxiety just listening. He's like, I, face just I, the floor. I didn't know what to say. Thankfully, and God forbid, like I've never had sex with somebody that's had 800,000 Instagram followers for the world to see where she fucking breaks down my performance. (laughs) Oh my God. That's wild. What was she saying about him? Do you remember? Oh my God. It was, uh, I mean, I think they just talked a lot about like how much they had sex and everything. And I think she, she like showed screen, not like screenshots of their conversation and everything like that. God, there was one line she had. I'm blanking on it so bad. I'll have to ask ask my friend because it was also like it was really vile. Like, it was, gr- you know what I mean? Like it was, it was if she was talking to like one of her girlfriends about like you know the the night's dick down that she got. You know, yeah. I'm all about content. Like Justin always says, like we're, I'm always like this will be great for content, whatever. But like I would never go out of my way to do something for content, and I just think that's like a fucked up thing to do. And I, he's a fucking troll. He must be a Scorpio. I'm, well, and the whole thing too, people were like, oh my God, fuck her, fuck her. And I was like, honestly, no, like I've got nothing against her. Like she doesn't know me. She doesn't know me shit. You know, she didn't know mm-hmm. I was on the other end of that, that I was going to, mm-hmm. I was going to be upset or anything like that. I hate it when girls get mad at like other girls instead of the guy when totally. they're you know, it's like, it's not their fault. And like, if they're genuinely in the dark and they have no idea, um, like granted, if, if she knows that she's like the other woman, then like shitty on her. But she didn't know, you know, she was just trying to get her content out. And she I was just trying to get her content dick down. Unlucky, yeah, I was the unlucky victim on the other side of that. But, you know, teach their own. Jesus. Boy, they. New York's gone. Actually, every once in a, like a hot blue moon, we would like, he would like message me in my DMs and stuff like that. Like, I think, I think he's realized his error, <laughs> his error now. And like, like I said, though, I'm I'm not I'm not one to to go back on that though. Like it will never happen again. Bye, boy. Chuck the deuces. How old was he? Do you remember? I mean, if this was 2017, I was like 26. Yeah, 26, 27. I think he was like my age, and maybe like a year or two older. So it's like, dude, you're a grown man. Like that's what I'm saying. 21 year old fuck boy. Like you know what you were doing. Disrespect, man the fucking disrespect that's the same thing i'm like bro i'm also just like yeah it's wild i don't know yeah guys are fucking can be such troll trash humans that's just on that i don't know what to say i'm like i and i also feel like the reason that guys do that is because they genuinely don't think that they deserve people like you and i or like other like great 
people. And so they just self-sabotage into the fucking ground. And they know, like, if he didn't know you followed her, been one thing, or like if she was a random girl, but like he was self-sabotaging and like, boy, you need to see a therapist. Like, I need you to go see a therapist. 100%. And I think what bothered me too so much about it is I, I told him like numerous times, like I was putting no pressure on him whatsoever to like be his girlfriend. We didn't really have to have those kind of talks and everything. But again, it was just like, dude, I get it. Like you live in New York. I live in LA. Let's be realistic about this. Mm-hmm. Those conversations like were never needed. So I feel like it'd be different if I was like hounding him, like be my boyfriend, like let's be in a relationship. Like we had no talks about it. There was no pressure. And I can say that like wholeheartedly and no, I'm not like crazy with that. You know, like I'm not like delusional and in reality, totally. I'm texting him. <laughs> if you leave me, I'll find you. Uh, it, it wasn't like that at all too. So that's why I was like, if you were looking for an out, like you could have done it a different way. <laughs> like you could have just told me, like, I feel like I'm pretty rational. I'm convinced though that guys don't believe that. I think guys are always going to assume dress Justin, correct me if I'm wrong. And I would love to hear your take. Hit me. Okay. And I know Maddie, we talked about this with the girls too. Guys are fully convinced that women will always quote unquote, like go psycho on them or can't handle the truth. Like, I genuinely don't think they give us enough credit sometimes where it's just like, I'm, I'm not trying to wipe you up, wipe you up. Like, I just want to go on a couple dates. I'm not trying to jump into a relationship. And so I feel like they try to like self-sabotage or look for out mm. as an honest conversation. Yep. Yeah. I think just in general, as a guy, I've had 31 years experience being a, a, a guy. I would say that, like, in general, guys mostly just think with their dicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, like, they just want to, like, oh, well, hey, I was fucking her, but, like, now uh, I might just try to fuck this girl. I might be able to get away with it. We'll see how it goes, you know? Yeah. I think I think it has to go with... That's fair. I think, it, I think it's just, like sheer neanderthal stupidity where like it's it goes back to like the there's only enough blood to run your brain or your dick at the same time but not both (laughs) you know it's like okay i gotta i gotta fucking rock hard wrench here but i'm not thinking i'm thinking with this you know i i I got a chance here i might i might try to you know i'm gonna try to fuck this no matter how like i've had a few beers (laughs) you know like, True. That's a good point. I think guys think that they can just not thinking clearly. They think that they can get away with it and then they can't get away with it or they don't get away with it. And it's like, oopsie, now I got to clean this mess up. Oh yeah. yeah. And once you get to mess cleanup stage, like to, to piggyback on that, not enough going on up here with most dudes to be able to clean that mess up effectively to get back to emotionally neutral with the one that they get to clean the mess up with. You know what I mean? Totally. No matter what, it's just going to be a fucking disaster. And, and you're going to like try to like dig yourself out of it over and over again over the course of like weeks mentally and whatever. And it's like, well, you know, if I just hadn't have done this fucking stupid thing, like I could have saved myself a month of anguish and frustration. Or if I just apologized for it. Yeah. yeah. Or not like lied that. about it. Okay. But go, yeah. And once you start lying, then it just like, it spirals. It makes it worse. Oh. Like, then totally. you can't. God. I know. Rob, what you were saying is like, it's so true. I'm so fucking tired of guys just assuming that girls are like automatically crazy off the bat, bat shit, comparing us to their ex girlfriends, thinking that like we're going to just like go ape shit on them in reality. It's just like, please just tell us the truth. Like, we're pretty rational people. So, like, fucking chill out, my guy. And also, what makes you think that I want to be in a relationship with you right now, anyways? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. 
that is that is what I say all the time. It's just like I think guys also have a little sorry again, Justin. Let's just listen. (laughs) Yeah. Um insult away. I'm fine with it. You're the target for tonight. But I feel like it's (laughs) an ego thing that and again, like not to just put in a vacuum like I know that it goes both ways and there's women out there like this too but it's a little bit of an ego trip where you're just like I'm so awesome I'm assuming that everyone wants to wipe me up instantly or anything like that they just think that we're like projecting on them it's just like no dude like I want to go on a few dates with you I want to go on a few dates with other people both men and women can casually date I feel like it's always kind of implied that it's just like guys can date around a little bit but if girls like girls can't or they don't want to it's like no we want to we are just as capable yeah and that's 2021 all right fuckers this is the 1940s you're both strong independent women who don't need no man all right we're gonna z snap to that like we do um get rid of ghosting in general like ghosting is ghosting is a thing we need to leave in 2020 maddie you better not still be ghosting i i Uh. (laughs) no i mean i brought that ghost back from the fucking dead on new year's i was with you i mean yeah that's right casper like i know i need to well yeah that is like one of my 2021 is to stop blocking people but the last person i blocked fucking frankly deserved it blocking and ghosting are like two different things though that's true ghosting is not nice i i ghosting is is not nice i think that that's something that people need to stop doing as well because it's just like you need to let that person know i don't know it's just like a courtesy thing unless you've like never been on a date and you're talking on a dating dating site yeah I got the most polite, respectful response from a guy like a month or so ago, actually, who we had, we had never even met guys listening out there right now. Take, take notes on this one. This was fantastic. I was genuinely like shook it. I was like, this guy just did this. What? I had never even gone on a date with him. We were just supposed to meet up. My current roommate was like, Hey, I think you might like this guy. Let me set you guys up. We were supposed to go for drinks one night again, never met him. We've exchanged numbers and we've talked like three times and we're supposed to go for drinks and he had to cancel because he thought he had COVID, you know, 2020 love story. He thought he had COVID. I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Like hopefully sending you positive vibes for negative results. (laughs) So he ended up like never following up about the date again afterwards. I was like, it's fine. Like I'm busy or busy again. Be like, don't even know each other. Didn't even honestly think anything of it. It wasn't even like a hardcore ghost. He just didn't follow up. Then out of the blue, he texts me. It's just like, hey, I'm so sorry. I never followed up. Like, you know, and I'm bummed we can't get drinks. If I'm being honest, I had just, I, you know, I'm just now seeing a girl and I don't think it'd be fair to her to go on, to go out and get drinks with you. Like, I'd love to, but I want to be respectful of her. I wish you all the best kind of thing. And I honestly, my jaw like dropped. I was like, that is so nice that this guy sent this text message. Like, he didn't owe me shit, but just like, yeah, just was like clapping it up like fellas. It's not that hard. Just be honest. Uh, if you're dating multiple people and I'm one of them and you're not giving me your rose, you're giving it to some other girls, bro, just tell me. Just say, hey, man, like it's been fun, but I'm seeing someone else and I want to explore that path. And my response will be like, hey, ever happiness to you. If it doesn't work out, you got my number. It's that simple. Amen. Wow. For sure. Wow. Take way, notes, Pete. The way of 2021, that's the way. Just have the conversation a fucking weird time dude i mean well all right is there anything else you want to talk about i mean this was an amazing fucking segment we need to have you come back on yeah 
love to whenever I'm honestly, I have too many. The Indiana series will continue. Let me tell you. I love it. I'll oh my God. Like I genuinely have too many. And honestly, just oh, talk yeah. more. So <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for coming on. I mean, this was amazing. Justin, do you have anything else to, to say? No, that was, that was fantastic. I wish I had more to say. I was at like a loss <laughs> for words listening to that story. Like, wow. I was just, you know, I had an out of body experience. It was fantastic. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. All right. Word. <laughs> All right. Well, that was great. 